Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels. We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth and we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod, politics and weeding that out of our thinking. We do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Hey church, this is Jonathan, just uh, bringing you a quick teaching today on apostasy and falling away. I just felt really led by God to bring this message to you. I don't bother doing anything unless he really puts it on my heart. And what I'm trying to communicate in, you know, layman's terms is that there is a great darkness, a great deception. And I'm going to bring so many, many, many scriptures about this. And now is the time to share the gospel of the kingdom. Now is the time to share the truth. Everything you do now will create, you know, havoc for the enemy because we're living in a world that is so anti-Christ. It's not anti-Jesus. It's anti-Christ. It's anti-anointing. It's anti-power. We're, we're living in a world where <clears throat> you've got to remember Revelation chapter 13 says that the the beast was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, people, nation, and language. And I believe that that is what we're seeing in this, you know, one world government. Before COVID, we didn't really know, except prophetically, as people like me and others were saying, Kevin Zadai and others were saying that this was coming, you know, that deception was coming, that we needed to increase our discernment. I registered the Melbourne Underground Church in 2018. You can have a look at the original articles from 2018. Because I knew, God said to me, the church is moving underground. He said to me, he said, my church will no longer be found above ground. You, It'll be like China where there's the government-sanctioned, communist-sanctioned churches where there's a form of godliness but denies its power. And so I registered <clears throat> and I began to preach the kingdom. Now, I've been born again and saved for you know, 25 years. And it wasn't until I began to preach the kingdom that I'm telling you, man, all hell broke loose against me. And I'm not worried. I'm I'm excited because I glory in my tribulations. You know, Paul said, I glory in my tribulations. Those who suffer with Christ reign with Christ. Now, I'm not suffering for being an idiot. 
I've, I'm suffering for doing the right thing, saying the right thing. And just look around you. It is very opposite today to say the truth. You know, you if you don't wear a mask in, in many places, you stand out. If you tell your children that they don't have to wear a mask at school and all the other children are wearing a mask, you're going to stand out. If you tell people that you're not vaccinated, you're really going to stand out. And I'm telling you, there's an anti-Christ, anti-anointed one, anti-anointing, anti-power spirit that is in the church and is in the world and is expanding. We didn't realize, except prophetically, the the one world government. Now, it's not the new world order and the Illuminati and all that. It's Satan, okay? It's just plain and simple Satan, whether it's through, you know, Adolf Hitler or you know, the New World Order or the World Economic Forum, the, 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 the puppets come and go. But we know that the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And what he's trying to do, whether it's now, whether it's in a 100 years, I don't know, but what he's trying to do is he's trying to take his throne. The Bible is clear. The whole world is going to worship the beast, the Antichrist. And worship is a serious thing. It's a big word. I mean, worship. We've seen that there's a strong delusion. God sends a strong delusion. There are many scriptures like that where he gives people over to sexual immorality, to the depravity of their mind. He allows them to go. Why? Because they exchanged the truth for a lie. Before I lose you, let me just read you some scriptures. There are so many. I mean, there's literally a hundred. Now, brethren, coming the concerning the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon, soon shaken in, or troubled in mind, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us as though the day of the Lord has come. This is from 2 Thessalonians 2. Anyway, that's a really long way. We all know that. Now, <clears throat> 1 Timothy 4. Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits, and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Jude, beloved, I, I was diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation. I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints, for certain men have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God. Matthew 24, false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because of lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold to Peter. But there will be false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you. Okay. Acts chapter 20, therefore take heed to yourselves and to the, all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseas to shepherd the church of God. For know this, after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Okay, Hebrews chapter 2, therefore we must give all the more earnest heed. Now, I could go on and on and on. I mean, Jesus, Matthew 24, take heed that no one deceives you. Galatians 1, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you. 2 Timothy 3, but know this, in the last days, perilous times will come. 2 Timothy 4, 3, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Need I go on? There's scripture after scripture after scripture. 
And then Jesus writes the book of Revelation letters to us, warning us of the same, that we must not be lukewarm or he's going to spit us out of his mouth. And all of the parables, not to mention the parables of the virgins and falling asleep and all these other things. So what I'm saying to you is there is a great darkness that is manifesting in the earth today. Okay, It, it is not just in the world. It's in the church as well. God first shakes the church. He judges the church. The Bible clearly says that judgment begins in the house of God. And then he, the Bible also says that he's going to shake everything. So we know that judgment is in the house of God first, and we know that the shaking has come. Okay, the shaking has come and everything is going to continue to shake. Now, I don't know if it's 20 years or a thousand years before Jesus comes back. But what I know is we are living in the opposite time right now. We're living in a time where everything that you do has has powerful value. You know, just giving someone $20, just, you know, walking across the road to help help somebody, just, you know, sending a Bible verse to a Christian, you know, sending a video, sending a, a picture of, of a scripture to somebody. All of these things are incredibly powerful right now because there is such an opposite spirit in the world. I mean, people don't want you to tell them the truth. You know, there's coming a day where people won't want to hear the truth. And I believe that we've already come to that day. You know, that what's happening now is, you know, God has already sifted the church. He's already shaken the church. And there are those who believe and there are those who don't. And now there's going to be a, a ne- another level of shaking. It's going to be far bigger. I don't know what it is, whether it's, you know, power turning off or whatever. That's not for me to decide. But but whatever it is, it doesn't matter. What it is, is a test. And, and you and I have got to stay awake. We can't be like the virgins who fell asleep or Peter who forgot to pray and fell asleep. There's such an opposition. Now is the time to shine. Arise and shine. Your light has come. You know, darkness has covered the people, thick darkness, but but your light is going to shine all the all the more brighter. So what I'm saying is everything you do is like compound interest. As the darkness has increased, those few people who speak the truth are going to stand out and they are going to have a huge impact. I don't know if you can understand this. It's The devil is just so resisting this message today. It's really, you need to hear it, whoever you are. What I'm saying is that there is a new generation of Christians who believe the word of God. They're not interested in entertainment Christianity. They're not in a, they're not in a religion. They are the church of the living God. The gates of hell will not prevail against them. They are the pillar and the ground of truth, and they will speak the truth. They'll put stickers on their car. They'll put stickers on their T-shirts. They'll they'll tell people about Jesus. They'll preach the gospel. They'll podcast. They'll write books. They'll write letters. They'll preach. They'll be on social media. They'll text people. But they'll help people. And they'll pray for the sick. And they'll raise the dead. And we're going to see a new generation. You know. But I believe, unfortunately, what what God's telling me now, and He's always telling me ahead of time, that there's going to be a famine of the word. You know, really big famine of the word. Amos chapter 8 verse 11 says there's a famine of the word. 
So what I'm saying is that, well, how can there be a famine of the word when you've got, you know, Joel Osteen and YouTube and all these services? Well, I don't know. Maybe they're going to disappear. I don't know. But I know that people are going to be desperate and hungry for the word of God. They're going to really want to meet a real Christian. They're going to really want somebody to pray for them. They're going to want to be saved. They're going to want somebody to pray for them, somebody to visit them, somebody to lay hands on them. They're going to want you to read the Bible. I can see people sitting outside in in a circle with strangers coming out of their houses and gathering around somebody with a Bible who's just reading the truth like they've never heard anything so amazing. Because there's such a deception in the earth. There's such a great deception and falling away. I think that's the main message for today. Let me pray. Father, I just want to thank you for the Holy Spirit. I want to thank you for your power. I want to thank you for the opportunity to be a bright and shining one, to be a, a bright light in this dark age. Matthew 5.15, Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they set it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And this is the verdict. John 3.19, The light has come into the world, but men loved darkness and rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Acts twenty six eighteen to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Listen, listen. The devil so resisted this message today because he's terrified of, of hearing the truth. He's terrified of the seed that you carry. It's not me. It's not you. It's Jesus in us. He is the hope of glory. And if you are alive, if you are kicking and screaming, then you are holding back the Antichrist. You're holding back the enemy. And I want you to make a decision that if you're the last man standing, you're going to stand. If you're the last man praying, you're going to pray. That you're not going to get distracted. Listen, the devil wants you to stop. He wants you to go away. He wants you to shut up. Okay, he wants to take over the earth. He wants to be, he wants to make himself as God. You know, what hubris. He shut down the churches for two years, okay? He gagged us with masks. He closed down the schools. You know, now we're praying and we're turning these things around and there's Christians and pastors and lawyers who are fighting this and you're praying, I know. But, some, I, you know, sometimes, you know, Jesus healed the person that was in front of them. He didn't take down Rome. You know, the the time of power is coming. Jesus is going to come back. He is going to crush his enemies under our feet. He is going to come back with the breath of his mouth and destroy the evil ones. I love reading Revelation chapter 20. But what I'm saying to you now is that everything you do is powerful. Everything you do now is worth, you know, a hundred things that you did 10 years ago or even one year ago. That's what I'm saying. It's like the darkness is so profound and you can't see it, but I'm, I promise you it's there. It's so dark right now in the, in the spirit. It's so bright as well in the spirit, capital S, but, but there is such a deception. I mean, if you don't agree with me, Jesus said it. He said, when lawlessness abounds, I mean, what lawlessness has abounded you know, even our new prime minister, you know, living in a de facto relationship, unmarried, his 2IC in a lesbian relationship, you know, Dan Andrews, and all, you know, I could go on and on and on. But it's in our churches as well, lawlessness. When, you, when your church doesn't know what a sin is, 
when churches close down because the government, you know, says so. And they, they come on, the love of many grows cold. In the book of Revelation, Jesus said, people thought they were clothed when we were naked. We thought we could see when we were blind. You don't know you're lukewarm until you get around someone who's on fire. Okay, let me tell you a quick story, and then I'll finish with the the really strong warning. I was at a Christian meeting today, and I couldn't help myself. I just had to tell people the truth. I was so bold. You know, I was so bold. You know, how did you meet this person? Well, all the churches shut down, and she, you know, was looking for a church and came to me because I had an underground church. You know, it was just like... Oh, wow. You know, why did you leave your other church? Well, they didn't, you know, <laughs> it was really like, I, I sounded like a crazy person. I thought, well, that's who I am. That's who I am. We're strangers in this world. I'm not of this world. I'm not looking. Jesus told the Pharisees, your father is the devil. He said, you're a brood of vipers. You know, <laughs> he said, you you know, you make a, a, a disciple and they're more a son of hell than you are. I mean, it's he was very extreme and I'm getting that way, you know, and I don't mean to. And I love people and I'm not saying, you know, Jesus also had compassion. So you've got to understand the only way to understand, you know, the Jesus and the Bible is that he is the king of a kingdom. He's not a religious ruler. He's not a barista, hipster going around telling everyone, kumbaya, you know, your sins are forgiven, go and have a homosexual relationship. No, his throne is on a foundation of justice and righteousness. So yes, he loves you. He keeps no record of wrong. You can can repent, but he expects a return on investment. And in my you know, YouTube channel today, I said, we will give an account, you and I, and every non-Christian, every agnostic, every atheist, every every Muslim, everyone will meet God and have to give an account for what we did with the blood of Jesus Christ. Did you apply my blood? Did you receive my blood? Did you drink my blood? I paid for your sins. Did you receive the payment, you know, that's the most important thing. And here in, in Revelation chapter 20, we know the end. Jesus is coming back. But right now, yes, it's we glory in our tribulations. You know, the righteous suffer much, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. You know, you will have sorrows in the world, but, but I've overcome the world. So we're living in this paradox right now. But let me tell you a secret. The devil wants you to stop. He doesn't want you to talk. He doesn't want you to preach. He doesn't want you to go outside. He doesn't want you to to go to church. He doesn't want you to lift up your hands. So do the opposite. Do what he doesn't want you to do. You know, send a text message to somebody. It's worth a hundred times because in pitch black darkness, one match is like a nuclear horizon. You know, you can see a nuclear bomb from, from, you know, another country. And that's, that's who you are now. You and I are so bright. Believe it or not, you are so bright. When you tell people the truth, you are going to be able to save a soul and snatch them from hell. So, then the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the same place with the wild beast and the false prophet, the lake of fire and sulfur, where they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Hallelujah. 
And that's also in Revelation 20, such as this. I also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and for the word of God. And that word of God is what we carry. And that is what is a threat to the enemy. That is what he doesn't want you to tell people. So tell people the word of God, but demonstrate the word of God. They had refused to worship the wild beast or its image and did not have their foreheads or hands marked by the wild beast. They lived and reigned with the Christ for 1,000 years. This is the first resurrection. I'd like to be part of that resurrection. That'd be great. But the second resurrection is just as good. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I feel a release. It's been really hard to get this message out, but what he wants you to do, remember... Depression is designed to stop you. Anxiety is designed designed to stop you. Disappointment is designed to stop you. Distraction is designed to stop you. Fear is designed to stop you. Sickness is designed to stop you. You know, circumstances, worries, all of these things are designed to stop the seed. Okay, so I want you, why don't you shake it off? Stamp your feet, praise Jesus, and break through. It is time to violently take the kingdom by force. Jesus said, you know, there's an open door. It's one thing to open the door. It's one thing to open the door. It's another thing to walk through the door. That requires action. And what I'm saying is everything, The I don't know what's happening for you, but the atmosphere is antichrist. It's anti-anointing. And the anointing is is what breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that is the spirit of liberty. Where the spirit is, there is freedom. And the, I'm going to break God. I break, you know, sickness off people today in Jesus' name. I break cancer off people today. I break eye. I put eye salve on their eyes today that they might see in Jesus' name. And Jesus, I want to thank you for giving them bread to eat. I want to thank you for opening their eyes giving them ears to hear. Give them gold refined in the fire. In Jesus' name, may they walk in the truth. May they walk in the light as Jesus is light. Thank you, God. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I know this has been a lot, but why don't you share it? Thank you, guys. Bye for now. just want to quickly promote my online school you can do a seven-week course on the kingdom it's teachable.com just go to kingdomdynamics.teachable.com the first two weeks are free every episode is about 20 minutes designed to go through with your house church or even better you can start a church in your home focusing on the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And the content is there. There's seven weeks in the kingdom discipleship journey. Every week has a PDF handout, or you can go through it online as a questionnaire, as an individual. And then after those seven weeks, there's a course on maturity. There's even a kids church program, but I'm warning you, it's not your usual kids church material. It is kingdom 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 i hope you find it really useful and just let your friends know that they can bypass the yeast of the pharisees and bypass the yeast of herod and get kingdom content 
for your home, for your church, and for your city. I hope you can enroll today. Bye for now.